Welcome to the Honor Roll Podcast, the podcast that helps you level up your role-playing game. Tabletop, LARP, mush, and everything in between. We're not better gamers than you. We just all have different experiences to share. And maybe we can help you have more fun at your role-playing game, because the only way to win a role-playing game is, is to, to have, have, fun. have fun. I'm Ryan, I'm the curmudgeon, and joining me as always is Carrie the Legend. Hello. And Jason, the favorite. Hey, you know, I'm also the one I just realized that my keyboard has two sevens. Two sevens? It's related to the alternate key, you know, that lets you do things like turn the volume up. Or make the number seven. Or make the number seven. And it's got a, you know, a little nine key keypad on it. Yeah. That also, if I hold down the function FN key, will let me use that. And the seven and the seven are in the same key. It's kind of messing with me now. Oh my God. What anyway. is happening to our podcast? Weird. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Weird, weird, weird. I have no uh, idea what Jason's what talking about. What have you been up to this Ryan's week, throwing shit. It's crazy. It's just crazy. All right. Well, listen. You're growing? It's, I don't know. <clears throat> let's, uh, let's do our patrons. We have a Patreon. It's, oh, that's uh, right. You can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash podcast and become a patron. And if you do it at the wizard level or above, you get uh, shout outs on the podcast. Of course, other levels can get you free stuff like a postcard or uh, really cool uh, art prints or a copy of my book or things like that. But if you're a wizard, you get to have a shout out. So let's do the shout outs. All right. Josh Heath with Werewolf the Podcast. Interesting, interesting. Joel Eastland, whose colors do not run. That is true. Satin rules. Satin rules? Mm Mm-hmm. That That was another one. Yeah, that was a pretty rough one. (laughs) Who else? Salim Hallaby. Close enough for government work. There we go. We've got Ryan Martin. Interesting, interesting. Drew Stevens. Ah, Drew. We have Ryan Galeato of Byway Larps. Cool. Is it plural Cameron Pruitt. Yeah. Cameron Pruitt. My favorite. He's at the Christmas Lodge this week. He is. It looks like so much fun. Oh. And then what about Noah Coltrip? I'm glad you asked. This week, Noah's traveled to Atlanta, Georgia, Ooh. seeking Dragon Con that never was. <laughs> Since Dragon Con didn't happen, he ended up going to the cookout, Fresh Hamburger Stand. Cookout restaurants serve the best combo in 10 different states and counting. Head on down to your local cookout. They have more than 40 premium milkshakes, fresh char-grilled hamburgers, hot dogs, barbecue, chicken, corn dogs, quesadillas, hush puppies, fries, and a little thing they like to call etc. (laughs) They also have a brand new chorizo queso cookie dough shake. That's chorizo good queso cookie dough shake. Chorizo queso cookie dough shake. That is what the Facebooks mm. say. That's some really, uh, that's some flavors. Well, if you can't have Gen Con, you have chorizo queso cookie dough shake That's what I always say. Okay, that's good. Okay. Uh-huh. And of course, we have one more person. Sarah. Sarah. Rah, 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 rah. Well, if you'd like a shout out, uh, we'd love to give you one. And all you have to do is become a patron at the wizard level or higher. And you can do that at honor roll podcast. No, you can't do it at honor That's where our web stuff is. I but mean, you, we'd love for you to go yeah, there. You as can well. go there. Yeah. But if you wanted to be a patron, I it's bet a, there's a link somewhere there. It's true. But you can go to patreon.com slash honor roll podcast. Well, when last we left our intrepid adventurers, we were here on a zoom doing a podcast. And here we are again on a zoom doing a podcast. Woo. What you been up to Jason? The biggest thing is I'm planning a D I'm running two D and D games this weekend for uh, people at work. And so I've got to plan two different adventures for the weekend. So I've been thinking about that a lot and doing a little reading. Are they, there are two different groups. Yes. Then why are you planning two adventures? 
Well, because eventually they'll talk to each other. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, it's way funnier if they're like, yeah, we went down the right path. Well, we went down the left path. And then you like work it out well, so that the they're actually their own enemies. There you go. Someone did well, that. that. Who did great. that? The, the problem is, is that one of them I, I'm writing for mostly kids because my, uh, my boss at work, CJ, he wanted me to run one for his uh, 14-year-old. So I'm going to bring my son, Scott, and I wanted something a little more appropriate. And the other one is part of an ongoing campaign, so it needed to be, you know, the next bit of that. Right. Mm. Yeah. Good times. There you go. Good times. So, Carrie. Yes? What have you been doing? My life has become one big stressful online school frustration. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? It is better than what we were dealing with before. We're still trying to figure right? out stuff. Um, so there were, there's been tears, but you know, and they weren't all mostly mine. You. No, no, not mostly, <laughs> but I would say about 50, 50. Good so, times. So yeah, so that, and oh, 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 by the time the podcast is out, it'll be over, but I want to be excited because tonight on my Twitch channel, I'm doing the unboxing for my, um, art snacks box. Fun. Oh, so I'm excited cool. about that. So cool. Well, there. What are you up to, Ryan? I am still working a ton, still doing a ton with uh, Emancipate Cleveland to get the Confederate statue moved mm -hmm. and, uh, um, you know, making changes hard, yeah. but good. So. Oh, 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 can I tell? <laughs> so at the demonstration last week, I was, I was that old lady. Oh, I tripped on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I went down hard. I must have oh. looked I must have looked like one of those two people with the flailing arms. You know, because yes. like I'm flailing and, and the sign went flying and I went down on one knee. Oh goodness. And that was hmm. it. And and so and like I said, and this poor college student just stood there with her eyes wide going and I could tell she was like I'm not supposed to come within six feet, but do I come help you or, <laughs> or what? And I'm like, I'm good. It's fine. I'm good. I'm standing up and I brushed myself off and I could tell my knee was bleeding. Like I skinned my knee. I'm 45 years old and I have a skinned knee. I was like, oh my gosh. Right. It was terrible. It's just like being young again. Oh yeah. Goodness. I don't like it. Don't, <sighs> don't recommend. <laughs> One star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. So then uh, need to take down that statue and fix that sidewalk. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's our next demonstration. Yeah, sidewalk equity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh. Let's go to combat rounds. That could be the shortest intro we've ever recorded. Pretty good. Well, usually we're, you know, trying to fill time. <laughs> Today we're, we're just... Crap, we don't have a subject. Let's just BS for 20 minutes. Right. Some people like it when we BS. Cool. They, uh, maybe I, that's what our new podcast should be, is we sit around and BS for... roll BS. Yeah. That's, that's like a sister podcast. It's a Patreon... That's a Patreon-only podcast. Like a spe That's a special episode. <laughs> well, we have a fun little interview today. We're talking with Jackie, Jackie Zanto Schwartz. We practiced that name like 10 times before we Just started over it and we still messed it up. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're going to talk to Jackie Zanto Schwartz and she's going to tell us now. about this really cool uh, little program that she's created called Crawler, C-R-A-W-L-R. Uh, and you can go to to crawler .app so that's c r a w l r dot a p p like a p p a p p the world I'm sorry that's Jenny. a new feature yeah it's a new feature I love that before every episode whenever we have a guest we talk about hey if we say something to make you uncomfortable and we said there's almost no way we could say anything <laughs> and then we open with that i'm gonna open with a penis joke you, you That's my open. should see my D, D group it's nothing <laughs> nothing 
I mean, was gracious. it a penis joke or was it a pee pee joke? Because like, if it's pee, <laughs> it's different. It was a it was different. Oh, yeah. It's true. It's true. I mean, maybe it's two penises. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not judging. <laughs> this is going to be one of those, one of those interviews. Rare doubles. <laughs> hey. Well, welcome to the Bogo. show, Jackie. <laughs> 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 We are we're excited to have you here to talk about crawlers. So tell us a little bit about about who you are and uh, um, you know how you got into gaming. I guess first. Yeah. Um, so I am like an English major was my undergraduate. So I'm a total book nerd and saw that I was a huge band geek in high school. Did marching band, all of that. I originally thought I was going to be like this great musician, and then I realized you have to practice. And I was like, yeah, because I was like naturally good. <laughs> and uh, that's almost worse then, though. You no, know, you had to put in more. So I'm. As I went to college, got my undergraduate in English. Um, I dabbled a little bit in public relations when I, I was there. I am and so sorry. I did not want to be a teacher. So, because everybody, when you're an English major, they're like, oh, you can just go teach. Like, they think that's the only thing they can do. And I was like, <laughs> I hate children. I am not teaching. No way. Um, so, I managed to get a job in PR and social media management and like a PR coordinator for the university I graduated from. Um, that sucked because <laughs> I was the only person who was handling all the social media for an entire school and we're in the South. So hurricane season was just the worst because parents panic, students panic because mm -hmm. they all just want free days off. I can't paid enough. So I was like, nope, this isn't for me. Can, um, can I tell so you I fun left a something funny? So that is what you just described is my day job. I am a social media PR person, uh, but I do it for a nursing home company, and we oh. we have facilities all throughout the southeast. So when when hurricanes come, it's the exact same. It's, thing. it's the worst. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's, mm. But they have two people, right? There's oh. there's two of me, but we're running. We're still running almost three hundred Facebook pages. Yeah, so I mean, it's still a ton. A ton. Yeah. yeah, I was just running the one one Facebook. <laughs> It's still Snapchat's a lot, though. Instagrams, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's similar what I do um, now, because what I transitioned to is I went to a creative advertising agency, um, uh -huh. and that's where I'm at right now. I've been there for three and a half years, I think, now. Um, so I run the social media like department team there. Cool. So we handled social media marketing for a variety of different clients, paid ads, organic posts, community management, kind of influencers, anything and everything that kind of touches social tends to come to my team. So stay pretty busy during the day. So crawler is like my, my nighttime project <laughs> that I work on. Fair. So how did you get into software development? How does, I mean, how does that come from? Cause like, that's the last thing I ever so, want to do as a PR person. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I've i always just kind of had this, like, I guess, way about me that it's like, if I want to do something, I just will Google and figure out how I'm going to do it. So I, uh, I went to grad school at, uh, at SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design, um, to study creative business design, which basically was like how to set up businesses that kind of touch in the creative realm, thinking I was going to go with something a little different. Um, for my final project, in order to get my master's, we had to develop a business plan and what our product would be and kind of what does it look like. And I was at lunch one day and I'm like trying to figure out like, what am I going to do? Um, and one of my coworkers who had just moved down to the area um, was talking about how back when he lived previously, he had a D&D &D group that he met with all the time. And he's like, you know, now, because this was pre-COVID, he wasn't doing it online. Um, he was like, well, now I just, I don't know how to find anybody. And he was like, man, you would think that it'd be easy to find something. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, and in my head, I'm just like, isn't this a similar business model to what Tinder does, Bumble does? Like there's all <laughs> these like our businesses out there who have kind of set up a model doing something different in a sense, but it's the same core premise. So right? I was just like, Hey, this can kind of work. Stand on the shoulders of giants to figure out where you want to go. Mm -hmm. um, New so applications of old ideas. Yep. Yeah. 
yeah. So, um, and it's great that guy, he's actually in my D and D group now he lives in Atlanta, but we play online. Um, so <laughs> just kind of neat how that all worked out. But, uh, yeah, so I'm putting together my plan and getting everything in and ultimately to like the final step that we had to do is we had to put together, uh, a demo of it. Basically we had to show what it would be. We had to have a product that people could test. Uh, so I was told I was going to get 50 testers to try it out so that I could graduate. Um, I had 15 and I was supposed to get it done in like a couple days. I had to turn in my report and I'm like, I'm nowhere close to 50. So I created a Reddit account and that was my first Reddit post ever. I was just like, Hey, if anyone's interested, uh, please, you know, I just, I just need to pass. I just need some. And it just absolutely, it, it blew up. I was not ready. Um, I had taught myself by like going to just trying to like hey how can I piece this together how does it come in which is why at first the site like 1.0 was pretty ugly there wasn't a lot of like super great stuff in it because I just wanted to get my master's degree I didn't expect (laughs) it was just gonna you know explode then um so yeah I put it in there we hit we trended at number one in the D&D subreddit for gosh a couple days I think goodness Uh, gracious that is that's not easy to do. When we hit the front page at it, my host called me. <laughs> so, cause the site broke like three times. I remember, I remember I hit 50 users and I opened a bottle of wine cause I was so excited. <laughs> and then like three hours later we had 10,000 users. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So like, I need, I need more, more wine. wine. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Cause I had it set up that my phone would like send me a notification oh, no. anytime someone signed up. <laughs> so I remember I was like, this and then it just started like just going insane and i was like oh oh my god that's amazing so do you know how many yeah. how many reddit like I, I don't know do you get likes on reddit I, i'm not a reddit guy you get like, upvotes you get upvotes. upvotes do you know how many upvotes you ended up with? enough it goes to the front page eventually it's a big yeah deal. i have to go back and look i think it was like twenty two thousand. it was amazing. a lot it's- it was a lot yeah What's- um i got all these like little credit thingies i didn't know what they were the coins i was like okay cool i don't know what to do with this but i'm also not a redditor very yeah. much my husband is so he helps me out he kind of helps run the the subreddit did you meet him on crawler <laughs> no i didn't i actually met him in high school we didn't really know each other then i'm actually connected over facebook so that's cool yes. what do you do i mean like you, suddenly this 50 person project is is hosting 20,000 people and you or 10,000 people and you, uh, I mean, you know, you cobbled the the coding together based on what you, I guess, Google learned yourself, right? Yeah. Reading different troubleshooting guides, putting in, yeah. Um, thankfully, I was able to, like, it, it, it stood up. It wasn't, you know, breaking. There weren't any issues with it. Like, in terms of, like, structure-wise, the thing was functionality. Like it didn't have all the bells and whistles that I wanted to get it to. It still doesn't, but we're a lot further there than we were before. Mm-hmm. Cause in the last year or so that it's been, I've had time to, you know, gather more data from people online who are like, Hey, this is, this is what I want. I love asking our community, like, what do you guys need? What are you looking for? Um, so I was able to really sit down. And since I wasn't trying to meet a deadline either for school, um, <laughs> just kind of, redo it all from the inside out of what did I want it to look like? What are some things I want to bring to the table? Right. You know, the cool thing about building it for a thesis is, is I've heard a lot of stories like this. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if, if you've ever LARPed. Yeah. Uh, if, I don't know if you've ever played in, in LARPs, but like in world of darkness LARPs, uh, there is, there is a piece of software called grapevine and it's like every world of darkness LARP organization in the world uses it it's this super old windows database i mean it's it's like 25 years old and it yeah, was sure it was built in visual basic yeah and it was some some guys you know thesis project for for his school and and it became like the international standard I, so you have this did you first of all did you pass <laughs> I did. Yay! I did. Yay. I passed. My professor was super happy, said he hadn't seen a thesis project that he looked over that was that successful. He was like, yeah, I'd say you proved your case for why your business should be there. And I was like, I'd say so. Yeah. So when you, when you came up with the idea, did you have any intent for it to like stick around? 
Like, did you just think it was this going to be this little hobby thing you did for your thesis and then you'd, you know, graduate and leave it? I figured it would be something that I'd be able to come back to. You know, I, at that time, um, I was engaged. So I was starting to plan a wedding. Right. Um, I had recently been promoted in March of that year. I was promoted into the position I'm in now where I was a supervisor. So between that and wedding planning, um, actually my grandfather passed away last May. So it was just a lot of stuff coming in together. Right. So I really thought like, Hey, I'll just do this, do my project, get all this data and I can revisit it later. Um, <laughs> which is kind of what ended up happening, but I just kept the site up, kept paying for it, you know, would go in, up, make updates, things like that. Um, but yeah, I I expected to put it up, learn things for my project, and have all these nice little business documents of why this should be a thing, and then go back. And there was so much interest, I was like, I don't want to just kick all these people out and say, thanks, I passed, goodbye. So I was <laughs> like, well, we'll just keep it going and see where we can take it from here. That's so cool. Why do you why do you think that that is that this is so successful like that? I mean. You know, people go to their local gaming store and, and put flyers on the the cork board and things like that. What do you think the appeal was? So I, I think it was a number of things that came together. I think first, there's kind of like, it depends on who, who you're coming in. So if you're a total newcomer, it's kind of that chance to look around without feeling like anyone's judging you, right? Like if you walk into a game store, sometimes if you're brand new, you can kind of feel like overwhelmed, like looking and you might think like, oh, like they might be really hardcore. Like maybe that wouldn't <laughs> work. Um, so I think there was kind of that, like pretty easy, just come in, fill out these things, kind of poke around, just see if there's anybody in your area that you could reach out to over a message. Um, it's also anonymous in that sense, cause you're not showing like your face or anything like that. So right. kind of go out and do that, that portion. And then also I think in a lot of areas, like you might feel like you've kind of exhausted the pool of people that you know, you can talk to. Um, so it's kind of that, like, how can I reach more people? Who could I possibly talk to that, you know, might be out there. Um, the third thing, and, and this is what I, I really think looking back at it, that helped us a bunch. Um, was our branding. Uh, I know the brand name, like the original logo was super colorful, but I think the name was easy for people to remember. It was short and the, we were straightforward about what our, what our value proposition was. We were like, you sign up, you find people in your area. That is what we're all about right. because there are other systems. Roll 20 actually has a like basically identical type of thing where you can search for other players, but it is so buried in everything else that they do that like no one knows about it. I didn't even know about it until like a few weeks ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. So simplicity, cause that was something we kind of went after. It's, you know, that's how, that's why Chipotle's menu is so slim. It's cause right. it's easier for people to go in and understand things if they're not given 8 billion options. Right. So, right. Where did the, where did, <laughs> where did the name crawler come from? So I am, um, I'm in this group. I don't know if you guys have, have ever seen, um, the hard times. It's like a satire website. Uh, it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. The hard times. I read it the hard, all the yes, time. Yeah. Wonderful. They have a like gaming version called hard drive and it's the same thing. It's like, think of the onion, but they're just like spoofing like video game stuff. Um, <laughs> Jason's writing it a, down. <laughs> wonderful. It you got to check it. It's just the funny, the funniest stuff. Um, run by a great group of people too. They're, they're all fantastic. Um, they have a Facebook group that was just, you know, people joined. So I just joined in there and I posted like first, so I was like, Hey guys, like I'm looking at this, this project. What do you guys think? Would it have legs? And everybody, they're like, Oh, this is great. Blah, blah, blah. And, um, this guy commented and he was just like, cause I was like, Hey, what, what do I call this thing? And he was like, Hey, I think it'd be pretty cool if it was called crawler, like a dungeon crawler. Ah, um, there it is. Stuck. Yeah, he's <laughs> super great. Like we're like um, friends now. Like totally. Like I love him. He is he is fantastic. But uh, yeah. And so I was just like, hey, that kind of works. I was googling around. Crawler.com was taken. It's actually funny if you go to it. It's like a picture of a jeep. Like, <laughs> and I was like, .net seems nerdy, so I didn't want to do .net. And dot app was on sale. So, <laughs> hey, sometimes like that eventually works. will be a mobile application that's kind of you know 
bit me in the butt a tiny bit. But uh, yeah, that's where that came from because I was working on a student's budget of like nothing. So. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I will say that that is uh, really good. That I'm forty. Yeah. The hard drive is good. Thank you. They're fantastic. <laughs> I love them. Jason's like uh, I'm not going to participate yep, in the Jeremy rest Kappel, of the show. Jeremy who runs yeah. it. He's he's a great guy. <laughs> That's awesome. I've got things to read now. I don't... <laughs> and we've lost Jason. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about uh, exactly how, how Crawler works. So if I'm, I'm a person, now, I mean, I've, I've done it. I've, I've went on. We've all, all three of us went on and signed person. up and, and looked around. But, you know, for the folks who are listening, tell us a little bit about, you know, what happens when you go to, go to crawler.app and decide to, to try and, you know, swipe left on your dungeon master. <laughs> <laughs> So the sign up process, pretty simple. That was one thing I did going into 2.0. I was like, the sign up was way too long. So we've slimmed it way back. You just need your email address. You got to be at least 18 to join the site. It's not because of the content. It's just because people chat with each other. You might meet up. And right now with my limited resources, I feel like I'm not capable enough to make sure that minors aren't talking to like adults. So that's, that's for fair. me. I was just like, well, we're just going to make it 18 plus for now. As a parent, Moving forward, would love to scale you. that back. But yeah. Yeah, figure safety over higher numbers. At the, I don't blame you either because one little problem and people, mm -hmm. it will be, it'll be your fault. You're responsible for everything that's on your side, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Did you know you can join Tinder at 16 years old? Ew. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's Ew. insane. It is. Yep. Now they have like security things that you're not supposed to be able, like adults aren't supposed to see your profile, but I mean, what's stopping an adult from signing up and saying they're 15? You know, oh yeah, I'm on a couple that of- That was really gross. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a couple of Tinder uh, shaming sites and every one of them is about, well, about, about half of them are people clearly lying about their age. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can't stop everybody for sure. Um, I'm sure there are people on the site who aren't actually 18 who went, yeah, I'm 18, da da da. But I was at least, I was like, at least I want to have it like in my legal stuff if anything comes up, but I'm not encouraging minors to right. get on and sign with Yeah, you do your due, due diligence. Yeah, I get that question a lot from people, um, such as why it's not because I'm encouraging like a hookup culture, <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> trying to keep people keep people safe. What you do on your own, but that's fine. But yeah. anyway. I mean, adults are going to do adult things and that's they fine are. for business. However, if there's children there, that means your uh, forms have to be very closely monitored. So you sign up. Join the site. Um, there's like one, the main tab fill out is just kind of like, what games are you interested in playing? And that's where I encourage people just kind of list the ones that you like currently would like people to reach out to you about. Cause I mean, most of us have like a billion games in our inventory, but that doesn't mean I want to go yeah. play Monopoly with somebody right you, now. You, you know? have a pretty hefty, um, you have a pretty hefty list there, but I noticed that Werewolf the Apocalypse isn't on it. I have heard. So we have a, a Google link right now that's out that I was just like, type in games and I will add them into the list. I'm also going to go down like board game geek and just like manually just like start typing things to get it in because there's, yeah, there's that was something originally when we launched too when we blew up on Reddit. I had like four games in there. <laughs> I was just like, do you want D and D, Warhammer, Pathfinder, or other? Right, and they were like, but which D and D? Yeah, that was, I was getting like all these questions. I was like, I didn't prepare this far because I didn't think anyone except my people. friends and my grandma were going to sign up. You had to sign up to make sure you had 50 people. Yeah. So, Trust me, I understand. I was, I was, it was the Hail Mary that just blew up. Absolutely. My husband in, like encouraged me to do it because, yeah, I was sitting there and I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. He was like, I'm telling you, you got to post on Reddit. They're going to love it. And I was like, eh, okay. He was yeah. like, you'll get like 75 people. Yeah. He was like, you'll get enough to pass. He's like, I'm sure you'll get at least the next 35 that you need. And I was like, okay. Right. Well, you know, on Facebook over the last five years, there's been a lot of people who say, why, why do we have Tinder and we don't have find a D and D game? Mm -hmm. I think that you tapped into something that was somebody was going to do it. And thankfully mm -hmm. it was you. Yeah, there's been a lot of interest there. There's a tweet that goes around pretty often. That's like that to a T. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's actually what I referenced when I made the Reddit post. I was just like, what if someone made like Tinder for d and I was like, well, I kind of did. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, that's what there was a tweet that was going around. And it's again, it's kind of one of those things that I I don't want to say set myself up for failure with, but 
same with the app, like where Nate set up how Tinder is. Um, but it's kind of that similar thing of like finding people who are like you. But I have had people come in and they're just like, all right, like how do I like match with people? And I'm like, well, you kind of got to like look for them right now. Hopefully that's something we can change down the road. But uh, so on your profile, you just kind of list what games you're looking at playing. Uh, you list your time zone and uh, you can input like your location if you want. Like you can list just like a state. You can list a city. What that is used for is we offer two ways to search. You can search for users on like an interactive map. So you can type in a location. Maybe it's where you live. Maybe you're going somewhere to visit or going on like a long vacation somewhere you can type that in and put in your criteria so you might say i want to find everybody around uh, savannah georgia who wants to play pathfinder right now you know click the pathfinder thing put savannah georgia into the map it's going to populate uh and like with icons for users who match that criteria and there's additional criteria that you can overlay with it as well um so it's on the map you can drag it around and like as you drag it'll search for you know find new people pull those up automatically. There's also like a list beneath it of like um, people's like cards that you can kind of see them. We include extra information there, like what else they're interested in playing, what their play style is, you know, are they hardcore? Are they laid back? Are they a jokester? Um, so you can kind of get a feel for, yes, they want to play this game, but would we mesh? Right. That was, uh, yeah. So Yep, that's one way. The other way is time zone search, especially now. That was kind of born from the pandemic. A lot of pe people aren't meeting in person. There's been a huge increase in online gaming. So, for example, I'm on the East Coast, but that doesn't mean that I can't play with somebody who's in Central Time or even Pacific Time. You know, originally the system, it would, would make it difficult to do that. Like, I wouldn't think to search for, I don't know, Pasadena, California. But now right. you put in the time zone and you can also put in like, I want to play in the evenings, afternoon, late night, put in your time zone, put in your game, and you can also find people that way. So that way you can set up all online games as well. Oh, that's clever. You know, I've got a lot of friends in Seattle from back in our LARP days and maybe they play in the morning, I play in the evening, or I don't understand how time zone works and I get that backwards all the time, <laughs> but you understand what I'm trying to mm -hmm. say. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was a big request that we got from people um, that the first one we got when we launched last year was everybody wanted a map. That was the big thing was I need a map. That's how I want to search. I just didn't have the resources to sure. put it together at that time. Um, but then this year I got the map. But then the other request came through was I want to find people who are in my are different time zones because not everyone's meeting up. So that's where the community has been super great in giving feedback. Honestly, it's been like just for everyone's been super great and welcoming. Um, I was a little nervous at first because I was just like, I'm, uh, I'm kind of new myself to the tabletop role-playing space. I only started, gosh, maybe like five years ago into it. Um, and with me just kind of being a novice in the field and figuring things out, I was really nervous that people might like have like super high expectations and just kind of grill me on things, but people have been great it's been really collaborative and uh, just some cool like connections coming out and cool ideas because of it. Hey, five years is a good experience level. That's, that's when you really start to, uh, to, to have a good time with it. Cause you understand more and more about what's going on. It, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Five years is a good one. And it's okay. a, there's a, there's a freedom at five years because yeah. you've been around long enough to get it. So you can like, like Jason said, you can kind of play around with it a little bit, but you've not been around long enough that you're like jaded and stuck in your genres or your, you mm -hmm. know. <laughs> I always yep. say you have to know the rules to be able to break them. So you've now, now you know the rules. So now you know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. 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 Trust me, at 20 years, you're jaded and looking for any experience whatsoever Look that at the somehow. Three of us. Yes. You're you know, now too refined tastes and you're looking for bizarre otherworldly games that aren't suit for humans. Right. <laughs> what are you talking about, Jason? You're so weird. X-Files games. Right. Oh, yeah, something like that. So, Jackie, tell me, what is the, how many people do you have currently now on, on Crawler? We've got 19,360, I think. I checked earlier today, so that's really that's cool. exciting. <laughs> so, is there any surprises by by that number? I mean, like not just like the quantity, but but also like with locations and things. Yeah. So I, again, going into it, my like blinders came on, and I was thinking 
in the United States because <laughs> Americans have a bad habit of doing that. We're mm-hmm. like, we're the only country in the world. Um, and so I was thinking like everyone, it's going to be from the U.S. When I did my like market size, um, I was looking at U.S. data, you know, and that's where I was pulling that together. We launched and I was just so surprised by there's a lot of international interest in it. Um, international, of course, anything outside the, the U.S. Uh, Switzerland, surprisingly, a lot of people there through Switzerland. Australia, I did not realize how many tabletop enthusiasts are in Australia, but yeah. there's a lot of them. We have just recently kind of started to learn that about Australia. It's <laughs> wild. Recently with an Australian, and it was it was pretty enlightening about how much role-playing culture is a big deal down there. Yeah, yeah I was shocked. Um, Germany as well. Mm-hmm. They are into a lot of uh, like games that involve minis. Warhammer is really right. big there. Uh, we actually did our honeymoon in Germany and we went into like every GameStop game <laughs> shop that we could find. Not GameStops. Um, and there would always be like, there'd be a section of like regular tabletop games and then like at least one or two rooms just filled with minis well, that, for, you know, specifically for Warhammer. That all makes sense because Germany is is really big with board games and stuff. You know, yeah. like, I mean, that's where, like, mm-hmm. Settlers came from Germany and all that. And that whole board game resurgence that happened here in the United States uh, five or six years ago. Kind uh, of started was, there, right? It started in, in Germany. And so so that doesn't surprise me they would be into to minis. Yeah, they've got a lot of cool, like, um, tabletop, like, uh, bars as well which I thought was super neat. Really? That actually originally my business idea was going to be like Dave and Buster's, but make it like tabletop games and like newer games like VR and right. things like that. That was actually in like the precursor course, what I was looking at. And then I was like, that's just too complex and too wily for me to try to take <laughs> on. First, so I was like, I, I don't have money to run a building. Me. Yeah. We need you to do that in Chattanooga soon. <laughs> we, I mean, I've like priced out rent, all this stuff. And I was just like, man, that gets a little too into a space that I definitely don't know and can't learn everything on a, sure. on YouTube or the Google. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about, about the success of crawlers. So it's, you've got it, you've got 19,000 people. It's, it's gone international. Uh, what, what are, what's next? What are you looking at? So next steps, now that I'm happy with where the site is at now, because um, I've finally gotten it to, in my opinion, what I'm really proud to stand behind it and how it looks and how it functions. Um, that was where I wanted to get it to. It's kind of like when I think of where I personally can kind of take it, I feel like I've taken it with my skills as far as I can right now. So next steps is I am currently looking for a chief technical officer to kind of join as like a co-founder with me. So that's something that I'm looking for um, with the idea being of going into the app development space to actually get it like on your phone, have it as like a downloadable. Go mobile. Um, Cause that's, that's like the number one thing. Everybody wants it as an app on their yes. phone. Um, so that's where, and that's where I'm just like, I have no anything there. Like I, just, I can help like maybe UX design just from my agency time, but actually coding and dealing with iOS versus Android versus all that. Like that's where I'm like, okay, I need someone who like actually knows everything they're doing and did not watch YouTube tutorials on how to you know write <laughs> things and install things. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's next because we're going after investors right now to mm-hmm. actually get the money to go into that development level. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so we're applying to a couple of different programs this fall uh, that hopefully if we got in, it's kind of like a mentorship and also funding at the same time. So that's where I'm looking for somebody who can kind of be the other side that I don't have um, to kind of go from there. So that's what's up next. So the goal is to be able to quit your day job. It is. Yes. And if my bosses are watching, I love you, but this is what I went to school for. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, I would think, so I would think that there's some challenge involved with something like this because there is some, uh, because it's so location based, right? Like I would think that you would see, like, if you were to look at a map with all of the dots on it of where people are on it, like I imagine it, it, it's almost like a virus in that, like it probably has you know, like epicenters, you know, where like everybody in the area like gets on Mm -hmm. it. And so, so I would think that, that a challenge of growth would be making it useful in air, in, in new areas, like geographically. Mm -hmm. Is there, can you speak to that challenge a little bit? 
One thing that we've looked at doing to kind of help reach some of those areas where it might be a smaller community is seeing if there's any way, like if they have like a tabletop shop or, or something that's like there, maybe like partnering with them in some way to kind of help get the word out there. Um, those could also be areas where if there's not like a ton of users who are around them, but you still have people who like want to play, like if they're stuck and I might get this wrong, maybe Kansas is full of people who want to play, but if you're like stuck in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, and you want to play, that's where I think we could reach them through the messaging of finding other people that you can play online with. And then possibly from there, if, you know, growing out, like to me, that's kind of one way you just kind of diversify your message right. to reach them in the way that you're kind of propositioning what the product is. That was something that I actually, when, when I looked at, at the site, cause there was, a, there's a couple of people uh, in the Chattanooga area on there, uh, Jason and Carrie. And no, <laughs> no, there's, there's, there was actually, there was a couple of people on there though, that I didn't know who they were. Um, hey. yeah, but, uh, but I was, I was thinking something and, and I, I like unsolicited thoughts, I guess, but I was, go. one of the things that when I saw the map thing, the, the first thing I thought was it would be really cool if there was also a different indicator to show me where the game stores were. Got it. And oh yeah, that's an interesting idea. Just because, like, in, almost like to create hubs. Because if I meet this, if I meet this stranger, where are we going to play? Where and, I feel safe? Yeah, I was going to say yeah. it's a safe place. That's actually right. really smart. And then maybe that's a great segue. And then maybe <laughs> then maybe you're connecting. Then maybe you're connecting to uh, the actual game stores in some way, and they would be helping to promote your product. I don't know. That's my PR guy thinking, but yeah, no, but we're on a similar mind wave um, <laughs> there because I put this project on hold because of COVID, but now that everything's starting to open back up, I want it to come back around. So I launched this program that was called crawler space that does that same thing. The idea being that, um, local businesses, we can reach out to them or they can reach out to us. We put together like a little application form, kind of get some information on like, are you a tabletop shop? Are you just like a cafe or something where people can like loiter and play game? Like, you know, just kind of chill out and play games with some other questions of like, is there security? Like, is someone always there? Like just to kind of, you know, think like, is it wheelchair accessible? Are service dogs a lot? Like, you know, things that we could fill out that way people could do that. They could go through and look in their area, find stores or places to go kind of see like, is this going to fit my needs? You know, cause if you're in a wheelchair, it would do you no good if you find out you go to a place and you like can't get in right yeah. um so trying to do that yeah in that sense um and we would give them a sticker that they would put up in their in their window and in exchange go. we would list them on our site as well for people to be able to find so similar thing there um now that the world's starting to open back up i'm excited to start getting into that more towards the end of the year that's really awesome because yeah i don't i was we actually put together i'd I got to see if I, I think it's on our FAQ page, but I was just like, yeah, don't meet someone here and just go to their house. <laughs> right. Don't do that. Uh, yeah. Please. My husband and I actually did that once. We didn't realize it was like friends of friends and we're standing on there. Like we rang the doorbell and we're standing on the steps and we were like, what if they're just going to kill us? Like who are these people <laughs> that were just showing up to play this game called dead of winter? Like, what are we about to do here? Oh. And apparently it was funny. They had the same like concern on the other side of the door. They're like, yeah, we wondered if you guys were going to like mug us and steal our stuff. Uh, <laughs> not. I, we I do, mean, we do games all together. We just finished a um, betrayal legacy campaign uh, that took like two years <laughs> because we're all busy, but yeah, they're great people. We didn't kill each other. So that was cool. So, but it was a risk. I, I have a weird story like that. Uh, of course you do. You know how when you start a, a tabletop game and if anybody in the area knows about it that plays that game, they want to play usually. Mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't matter. And so a friend of a friend, so we're already like well, getting a little away, invited somebody to come. They asked me, hey, this guy, he's, he's cool. Can I bring him? Yeah, of course. So we played at my house at the time. And so we played and he seemed fine. And I, I have a son at the time. My son was probably 10 and uh, he would go do his own thing. And we would play in the living room and, and then who invited the guy goes up. And, but I did think that I should tell you this guy's a, a sex offender, but complicated. I mean, it's not complicated. It's not complicated at all. It's <laughs> very simple. There's the I don't want you to come back and I don't want him to come back either. <laughs> Neither one of you invited to my house ever again. Yep. Because, you know, if it was just me, 
it, maybe it's okay, but I've got a family. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to bring it to anybody yeah, around. If it's just so, me, maybe it's okay that it's complicated, but it's not just I, me. I'll, I'll talk to a complicated person <laughs> unless I've got my 10-year-old in the room, and then I will not talk to a complicated mm-hmm. person. Right. <laughs> and that's – um. A, a good point being raised there in terms of like thinking of like your game environment and who is there mm-hmm. with you. Yep. Um, Cause when I mentioned, I was looking for ideas of like, how can we improve crawler? I was like, what are some ways that would make you guys feel more comfortable finding people you can play with? So going off of the idea of like, you have your child who's home. So there's certain things that, you know, you don't want around your kid. Um, but there's a game environment tab that you can fill out. That's just like, I, it asks like certain topics. So it can say like alcohol, um, don't want it near there or I'm okay having it here, you know, cause you might also have somebody who is sober who recently went through, if they show up to a game and everybody's drinking, you know, we don't want that to turn into a whole thing. Like, it's kind of one of those things. Like if you just have it up front, then it helps there. Same with yeah. like smoking, like, nope, I don't want any, I don't want to play with someone who has tobacco or I don't want to play with someone who uses profanity or, um, things like animals. Like I don't want to go to someone's house and they have a cat. I'm allergic. Is there or, a, is there a box that you can check for like, I don't want to play with a sex offender whose life is complicated. There isn't, <laughs> there could be, <laughs> but, uh, I feel like I'd be a little concerned if anybody said yes. Well, I, you though. They say that, yes. You just immediately ban them. Like, oh, Goodbye. Get out. Or they go into a, they go into a different crawler database. But we have kids on there. Like, you know, like I want to, um, cause for me personally, like I've just had like bad experiences a lot of times with, with children who are in the home, just like screaming sure. all the time. So for me, I put on there, like, I would like to play somewhere that there's not children. Right. No, and I don't blame you. Yeah. Or I'll like, cause that. that way it could be, you know, just separate. So that, that's where it's kind of like that whole, just another way. If you're actually going to meet up with somebody that you can kind of have some of those conversations that you might not think of having in advance. Cause you kind of assume it's going to do one thing and the other person might assume it's going to be another way. So that was, that was something that we, it's all optional, but um, I thought it was a neat way for people to kind of explain more about what they're looking for. I really love that feature in particular because I had some friends who uh, played vampire LARPs with us and uh, they show up at a game and it's at a church. It's not the game that we played at a church. It's a different one. Uh, We sound so terrible. When they got there, the person who was running the game was like, Oh, by the way, here's the rules that the church has. And most of them were very uncomfortable. Like, look, either they were Christian. They're like, I don't want to pretend to be a vampire in a church. That's a little much for me. Uh, or they weren't. And they're like, I don't want to go to a church, especially a church that says I can't do like, they couldn't swear at their game at all. And they were like, you know, that's, that's a little more restriction than I want. If if I'd known upfront, I would not have Mm -hmm. come at all. Or if I'd known upfront, I would have been like, okay, I can accept this. I know what's happening. You'll be like, I'm not going to play a brouhaha. Okay. That yeah. swears all the time, yeah. especially. Yeah. Or maybe you're more of a conservative fam- who's like, oh my gosh, I'm glad I finally found some people <laughs> who go this way. I uh, I played Diablo 3 online with a guy I met on Twitter like 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm an atheist and I cuss all the time. Right. Everything. Sure. He is like model Christian. He never swears. Um, it's, it's really funny when the two of us are playing together because like I'm just like awful and it's just like not. Um, but yeah, that's kind of one of those. I thought about inviting him into my D and D game, and then I was like, hmm, thinking of like all the murder hobos and shenanigans I have. I was like, eh, probably yeah. not for the best. So see, he would have shown up at the church and been like, "These are my people." I would have showed up and like probably <laughs> burst into flames upon entering. Uh, for me, <laughs> so. you know, it is funny though. Uh, when I I grew up Christian and yeah. I basically still identifies that, but uh, I've met a ton of people in the, the exact same situation as me. They grew up that way. Hell, some of them played tabletop games at their church. And then and other times their parents told them they were going to hell. Yep. You never know. It's funny how that like still, and obviously I wasn't into it back when that was like a whole thing. I was, I remember, I always thought it was kind of a, like a joke that it hadn't been. No, I'm looking back. I'm like, oh my gosh. This no, no, really it was very was equated with Satanism and evil and all of this. It's just well, wild to me. Some yeah. of that, some of that was actually was mostly just because no one had heard of Dungeons and Dragons, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, wait, there is this magic Ouija box, and inside it is a whole world where you uh, 
interact with other gods and demons with your mind. And so it sounds very like when you have no frame of reference, it sounds very, uh, I mean, awesome. you know, awesome. pe people thought that letting the TV, <laughs> yeah, people thought letting the TV into their home. I mean, there was a time when taking a picture was thought to steal your soul, you know, like just new things. Ryan, it does. It. Oh, my bad. It does. <laughs> That's why you should only get portraits by Carrie. In fact, Jackie used to be a Christian, and then someone took her picture, and now <laughs> she's atheist. I was raised. I was confirmed Catholic. Went through the whole thing, and it's just it starts with a selfie, it ends with Snapchat, and then you're just kicked out of heaven. <laughs> That's why I can't ever do Snapchat because I'll you know? become not Catholic right. at all. And, <laughs> and now she's created Gamer Grinder. I, I know. <laughs> It's the whole, like, that's, you figured it out. That's where we're going next. <laughs> well, I mean, you could do a, a, you know, you're like, this isn't for hookup culture. That's the other app. Right. Right. <laughs> we call that natural. 20. That's Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I, I think that, I think that Crawler is really cool. And I think that. Uh, it will get more cool as more people discover it because, again, part of the the challenge of of something that is a geolocation kind of tool, the challenge is also the great opportunity. You know, like yeah. as, as more people discover it and you get more people signed on, it becomes Better. more more useful mm -hmm. and and more cool and more mm -hmm. awesome. And so, uh, I really hope that that you know being on our show gets you at least two new people. Not us, because we've already done it. <laughs> no, I, but but for real, I think it's super cool, and it's the kind of thing like we have a Chattanooga role playing game society here. We'll where, share it there. Yeah, like yeah. I, oh, I can't wait you. to tell all of them. Yeah. It's like I think that it is a tool that if you can get the whole community to embrace it together, like it becomes super valuable and really really cool. And, uh, well, I can even see using it at a local game store because instead of just wandering around hoping I bump into the guy who's running a game and talking to them, I can go straight to the store and be like, hey, how do I sign up for games? And they say, go to the app, go to Crawler. Yeah. Right. Or, oh my how gosh. You want to be based out of our store. Done. Yeah. Or, or yep. even, even another way to do it is at conventions. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's huge. That will be huge yeah. at conventions. Yeah, get we it. had some like thoughts around like guerrilla marketing at conventions, just showing up and handing out t-shirts. Uh huh. <laughs> we can't afford a booth. You know the like, here's some free crap. I'll tell you the we amazing the amazing thing about t-shirts is that uh, we all have them, we all wear them, we all have more than we need, and we will mm -hmm. all always, always, always take one more. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Every time I need more clothes to sleep in. I it's, need more laundry to do. I have to mow the grass. You, should, uh, you, you need to hit Kanuga next February when it rolls back around. Come up and see us. Sweet. We yeah, I need to check it out. Panel, you might all, we'd love to have you. You might also want to cool. look into into buying uh, um, ad space inside the pamphlets and brochures because a lot of times mm -hmm. you can get into that cheaper than having a booth, especially at something like a Dragon nice. Con or a Gen Con. So. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah, I'm super excited to get into that. Into that type of area with it for sure and i'm hoping that's where like when we get like some funding we can go after it like super stoked yeah, there that's so. amazing so if people want to find out more about crawler they can go to crawlr.app absolutely crawler.app that's really cool i love your logo i think it is brilliant it, their logo is a d20 with the the map finder pointer thing where the 20 should be. And it's really sharp and simple and simple and clear. And like, I look at that and I went, Oh no, I, I know exactly what that is. Like without Thank even you. knowing. So I just, I wanted to, whoever designed that it was really, it's really sharp. Yeah. I'll, um, he's one of my friends. I met him at the agency. He was a graphic designer. He actually now works at scuff gaming as a creative director with them. Nice. Um, his name's John Parfit. There we go. Um, and he's just fantastic. Yes. J O N P A R F I T T. You can find his website. If you type it in, he's incredible. Yeah. He's, he's in my D and D group. He was the Yay. one who said, Hey, I need to, I don't know where to find people. Um, <laughs> and I just floated it. I was like, Hey, I designed this logo and I don't really like it. I was like, I kind of like my pre, previous one mm -hmm. and he was like yeah I'll, I'll play around a little bit and like the next day he sends me a few options and that was the one immediately i was like i love this mm -hmm. let's go for it no it's um, great so yeah i like that it so effectively says exactly what the product is yes yeah mm -hmm. that's yep. very cool all right so 
the 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 final questions for the you and we ask everyone this. Okay. What is your first role playing game? It was Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Which edition? Yep. Oh my gosh. So I was really little and I don't remember. <laughs> my brother Mark was really into it and my my parents were divorced and my mom wanted to find a way to like connect with my brother. So she was like, he was, he wanted to play D and D. She's like, okay, we'll figure this out. Cause she used to play it back in the day. I found Aww. that out. My mom used to be a dungeon master, nice. which is awesome. Um, so I, gosh, maybe, maybe four E possibly. I'm not sure. Um, I just remember rolling the dice and having a good time and just, you know, right. I remember seeing it in my head and being really weirded out when they t- told me later that there was no like board map. I was like, yeah, there was. I saw like tombs and stuff, and they're like, "No, no, that was your imagination." Like, just as a kid, incredible. It was kind of stuck with me. Yay! Uh, what's your favorite game? Gosh, hate to be a broken record. I've really enjoyed playing Dungeons and Dragons That's just okay. because it's a system that I know the best. That I've been able to meet the most people playing it. That said, I bought the rule book for Vampire, and I really want to get into it because it sounds absolutely dope. Is- I just. The whole artwork looks amazing. Is that fifth edition, um, the new one? Fifth edition? Yeah. I saw it at a game shop and I was just like, this is coming home with me. This is great. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to dive into that because it looks very different. I'm just, I'm super excited about it. Uh, tabletop wise, I love Eldritch games. I'm very much into the Lovecraftian space. Eldritch War is by far my most favorite tabletop game. You know, it. It kicks my ass, and I thank it for it. So, um, yeah. when when you say tabletop, do you mean board ga- like yes, could, yeah. yeah, like oh, board games? Okay, I'm sorry because like in my head when I hear tabletop, it's like Dungeons and Dragons right. is That's, tabletop because we're differentiating from like LARP yeah. or yeah. Mush, so, so I'm yeah. sorry. That's why I, was, I <laughs> yeah. kept going. I kept going. No, going, no, you're what? good. Awesome. Well, Jackie, we really appreciate you spending time with us and telling us about Crawler. Is there? Uh, is there anything else about it that you want to tell us before we go? Or do you want to just let us know where people can find Crawler once more and where, if they want to follow you, where they can find you, your, you stuff at? <laughs> yeah. Um, so crawler.app, C-R-A-W-L-R dot A-P-P. It's the website. I'm going to get like all our social handles wrong, so I won't try. But if you go to the website, all our links are right there. So if you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, all that cool shenaniganry, that is all there. Um, last piece out there, we are currently like, I pay for everything out of pocket. We recently put up a Patreon. So if anyone's interested in throwing any money our way, starts at a dollar to contribute. And it just kind of helps us keep uh, like site costs and, and things of that nature. So, and that is also linked on the website if anyone's interested. So I know Wonderful. it's a really tough time. So I like always hate plugging it. But um, just if, if anyone's it, looking. Yeah, don't feel bad about here. plugging it. Cool. Well, listen, thanks for joining us, Jackie. We really appreciate it. Awesome. I thank you guys so much for having me. I was able, I'm happy we were able to meet over Twitter. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. This is cool. All right. Welcome to Game Wrap. Jackie was pretty fun. It was great. I think Crawler is really cool, and I think that the idea is amazing, and I look forward to seeing how it uh, it explodes and gets even better as, as it gets more popular and more users and, uh, and more features and stuff. And I think that it's neat to see something in the early, early uh, years of it becoming, mm-hmm. you know, truly, truly amazing. Someone named Unrelated... Therapy has found me on Crawler. Oh. Ooh. Mm. Did they swipe right? Yeah, they did. Oh. I'm trying to figure out why, because they're in San Diego. Maybe San they... Diego. San Diego. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, for those of you listening at home, you can find us at honorrollpodcast.com. You can go to patreon.com slash honorrollpodcast. You can also find us on Twitter at honorrollpodcast. You can find us on facebook.com slash groups slash honor roll podcast and of course you can listen to the podcast on apple podcasts spotify and anywhere else that you listen to your garbage apple pies. Mm-hmm. so let's give experience points Yay. all right uh jason you get one experience point for attendance and playing isn't that exciting yay yay okay all right let's roll to see what you get on the magic item chart oh nice 
Uh, it's a secret, though. I can't tell you. Carrie, you get one XP. And uh, okay. uh, let's see what you get. Oh, cool. You get a copy of Ghost Towns, the Werewolf of the Wild West. That is not nice. <laughs> what the crap? This is no longer my favorite I'm, podcast. Look, I'm just saying I, it's Josh a chart. Josh would never do that to me. I rolled on the chart. Josh would never do that to me. I rolled on the chart. Josh would never do that to me. <laughs> <sighs> well, Carrie, if it'll help, I'll give you my secret treasure. Uh, like a nod, you know, like at a, roll, a LARP where you give out nods to all the people that you interrupted and didn't let speak all game. You're going to bounce it? <laughs> yeah. He's bouncing well, no, his secret. Like, I'm going to give you this nod because my character beat yours this game and you took it really well. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, like, that's my favorite. This is a condescending nod. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> wow. Josh is my favorite co host. He does have pretty eyes. Yeah. All right. Well, join us next week when our topic is, would Josh do that to you? He would not. Until next time, I'm Ryan the curmudgeon. Carrie's the legend. Jason is the favorite. And remember, the only way to win a role-playing game is to have fun. Have fun. The only way to win is to have fun with my friends. I'm on a road again. Tabletop, lot motion, everything in between. The only way have fun with my friends I'm on the road again Tabletop, live motion, everything in between <laughs> Meh